an anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Before I change my mind! I give you Super Train! Episode 392, Submission Number 2102, Camp Cucamonga. Camp Cucamonga was a made for TV movie on the NBC television network on September 23rd. 1990, and boy howdy, does it look like it comes from 1990. It's the most 1990-est thing to ever 1990. Ain't it just, though? If you are a follower and a friend of this podcast, then you remember a couple years ago, we did High School USA, which was every teen idol in the mid-1980s that NBC could get their hands on was put in a made-for-TV movie. It gave us Michael J. Fox, Todd Bridges, Tony Dow, and a robot. Hold on. And Crystal Bernard. Did we not forget Crystal Bernard? We forgot Crystal Bernard. I was too fixated on the robot. Let us never forget Otto's robot. Let's never also forget the time that Otto's robot got jiggy with a vending machine. And then a year later, we followed up with Michael J. Fox and Nancy McKeon at summer camp in Poison Ivy. There were some other stars, too, but those were the two big ones. Because NBC in the 80s was making fat stacks on Michael J. Fox and Nancy McKeon. So now fast forward a few years later, we have a new generation of teen idols getting ready for a new summer camp experience with some fat, dusty old. Wait, Dusty Rhodes is in this? No, another fat, dusty old. Dusty old. Oh. Oh. Fat, dusty old. Oh. Colonel Marvin Schechter. Colonel Marv to you and me. He's played by the one, the only John Ratzenberger, straight out of the bar of cheers. Although, by day, he is a CPA, and his dream to own a summer camp and be surrogate father to at least six different kids coming true right now. Now, wait a second. He wants to own the summer camp? Uh-huh. There's an easy way he could have done this. He shouldn't have bet 22,000 big ones when he was on Jeopardy. 22,000 big ones. And I love that he put in 22,000 big ones! Exclamation point. And that would have been earlier this year, earlier in 1990. So it all aligns properly. And you know, give Cliff Clavin all the credit in the world. He's a smart individual, doesn't read the room, but he is a smart individual. And for some reason, in this movie, lands Dorothy Lyman as his wife, Millie. And just to, you know, totally blow your mind holes a bit, these two, John Ratzenberger from Cheers, Dorothy Lyman from Mama's Family, they get together, and you know who they make. 
Rachel Green from Friends, Jennifer Aniston. Well, hold on a second. Because at this time in 1990, we know that Jennifer Aniston was on Ferris Bueller. I was telling him not to do it, and he did it anyway. Ferris Bueller. I don't like when television shows yell at me. <laughs> okay, so Ava, Ava Schechter, that's Jennifer Aniston's character. She's one of the camp counselors by virtue of the fact that she's John Ratzenberger and Dorothy Lyman's daughter. The other big camp counselor, Roger Berg, who's a bicycle-riding baddie, is played by Brian Robbins. Basically, his character on Head of the Class goes to summer camp. Oh, good, because we don't want him, as he is nowadays, going to summer camp. No! Right, Jack Nicholson? You got it, baby. Yeah, right now he is the head of Nickelodeon and is single-handedly responsible for something we will not get into in great detail on this podcast. Together, they have a run of a whole army of teen idols. Pre-teen idols, even. These are just the big ones. We're going to start with Frankie Calloway the resident Zach Morris. He is played by Chad Allen. And his girlfriend in the film, Amber Lewis, is played by Candace Cameron Bure. And nowadays, and this was 90 seconds into the movie, where we established Frankie and Amber as a couple. This would not fly in 2023 because Chad Allen is... Not that there's anything wrong with that... And Candace Cameron Bure is a b- Was that the word you're looking for? Thank you. Hey, but also Chad Allen. Let's remember, he was Tommy Westfall. He's got his own friggin' universe. I'm surprised he's not in the Hall of Fame right about now. Hey, after tonight, you never know. And then we have Lindsay Scott, played by Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years, Beauty and Brains, what a package. Because if I'm not mistaken, has a doctorate in mathematics. You're darn right she does. And Max Plotkin, the clumsiest guy in camp, played by Danica McKellar's co-star on The Wonder Years, Paul Piper himself, Josh Saviano. So you have your alpha couple in Frankie and Amber. Your beta couple is Jennifer and Dennis Brooks. Jennifer is played by Tasha Scott. Wasn't in much of anything, but she was in all 10 episodes of South Central on Fox, which was four years after this movie. But around this time, she would be one of DJ's best friends on Full House. Her cousin is Steve Urkel. That's what we call a segue because playing her paramour, Dennis Brooks, Jaleel White. And, you know, 1990, Urkel mania is like exploding at this time. Exploding is an understatement, my friend. Everybody in 1990, it was all about Steve Urkel. 
And those were just the big names that we have. Then you have Cody, played by future Hall of Famer Brecken Meyer. You mean the one from Child's Play? Yep. Not the movie. Which we will talk about sometime in October. Not the movie, obviously. Troy, played by John Snee, who would just be wrapping up a three-season run on the new Leave it to Beaver. And then you have Chuck... Oh, my God. Chuck Zamboni. Hold on. That is his Christian name. Chuck Zamboni. That is his Christian name. We checked it. And he's played by Dion Zamora. Some of you would remember him as Alan Fairbanks on Saved by the Bell one or two seasons. And others would remember him as Bugs Meany on the HBO original series, The Adventures of Encyclopedia Brown. I think this is the first time we've mentioned Encyclopedia Brown since The New Adventures of Beans Baxter. And then we have the adults in the situation. And speaking of Beans Baxter, playing the role of Howard Sloan, who may or may not be a camp inspector, may or may not be a camp handyman, Greg's spirit animal, G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> wait, wait, he was the handyman? This will all make sense when you watch it. No, no, no. The reason I ask is because, remember, he was one of Richard Nixon's plumbers. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Which you can learn all about in White House Plumbers on HBO. Plus, also, I think we need to mention 18 Wheels of Justice and the two weeks of super password he did. <laughs> but hold on a second. Because wasn't G. Gordon Liddy on Encyclopedia Brown also? Yeah, G. Gordon Liddy was on one episode of Encyclopedia Brown. So great. Second reference to Encyclopedia Brown in three minutes. Plus, you get a super password reference, and you get an 18 Wheels of Justice reference. Oh, the Hall of Fame resume is just loading up right now. But let's not forget, he was one of the three judges for the boxing match at WrestleMania 2 between Roddy Piper and Mr. T, along with Cab Calloway and Chocolate Thunder Daryl Dawkins. Now, wait a second. You mentioned the uh, Roddy Roddy Piper uh, boxing match? Yes. Did you see WWE's Most Wanted on A&E this past week? Oh, no, I haven't. What did they find? Did they find something from the boxing match? They found Rowdy Roddy Piper's boxing shorts from that match. Oh, my goodness! Yes, and they're intact, and they actually were on loan from uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter. Oh, that's great. All right, more adults in the room. Playing Mrs. Scott, who is Danica McKellar's character's mother, the legendary Lauren Tweez. That's right, Julie McCoy from The Love Boat. The Love Boat. Your cruise director. And then we have, as Herbert Himmel, who may be a handyman or may be a camp inspector, Sherman. <laughs> Damn it, Greg! <laughs> Sherman Hemsley. Legend. And you know what this means, Greg. 
Oh, do I? Go ahead. Yeah. We get an excuse to talk about the Boom Boom Room again. Why did he think that Harriet would be so happy to see the stripper at a strip club? Why? That's the burning question I want to know. And let's also remember, not to be ageist, the stripper in the episode was 46. Well, the bigger question is, why did Steve and Eddie eat the cake? They ate Waldo Faldo's cake. Yeah. Well, Waldo and Maxine were busy seeing the hit film, Anything As Long As I'm With You. That's the movie that Waldo thought they were going to go see. And then we have a character, and his name is Thornton Bradley, who turns out to be both handyman and camp inspector. And he is played by Richard Hurd, who is, oh, jeez. This just brings everything together. He played James W. McCord Jr. in All the President's Men in 1976. Jeez. This just brings everything together. But hold on, Chico. Go up further in his resume. Specifically around the 90s. Specifically around the 90s? Yes. I'm going to the 90s. Give me a year, man. Just give me a year. Somewhere around like 94 to 98 on a TV show that he was a semi-regular on. I see what he's talking about. Okay, so he was a semi-regular on Sequest. Not Sequest. No, not that one. Oh, my. (laughs) Talk about burying the lead. It's the other show that begins with an S, silly. And has eight letters and was on NBC. Ah, he was a semi-regular on Seinfeld. That's right. He played George's supervisor on the Yankees. Wilhelm. Yes. Just remember, like the song says, downtown. Downtown. Things will be great when you're downtown. I can't play this song because copyright. And he's skirting the line by even singing it, by the way. I would sing a line, but I'm too good a singer. I'm singing it off key so the YouTube algorithm doesn't notice. Remember to like and subscribe. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, fun fact. Did you know he played the voice of Father Elijah in Fallout New Vegas? Really? Fallout New Vegas? That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Sadly, no longer with us. Oh, yeah, that is true. And there is one more adult in a very not typecast role playing Virgil, the quitting handyman, Patrick T. O'Brien. I believe this is the loudest I've ever seen him get. Oh, that's a shame when you said the handyman Virgil. I thought you were going to say he was played by Virgil. No, unfortunately, there's no Olive Garden to be seen in this movie. So there's going to be no breadsticks? And you can forget about the salad, too. Oh. He's the only handyman who works for meat sauce. (laughs) Just pay me in Jersey meat sauce. But yeah, Patrick Thomas O'Brien, 
best known as Mr. Dewey on Saved by the Bell, but very un-Dewey-like on this movie because he actually shows emotion. Oh, yeah, because Mr. Dewey, he showed, like, no emotion whatsoever. He shows emotion, and his voice is not monotonous, and he is very angry at somebody, so... And, you know, I... casting him, because this movie was written by Bennett Tramer, who made his bank on Safe by the Bell, just makes sense. I think he plays that sort of stereotypical, like, geeky, silent guy. I mean, I've, I see the face... And I've seen him in TV shows. Yeah, he's always like kind of geeky and kind of quiet. Not the typecast, but that's where I've seen him from in different shows, including Say by the Bell, now that you say that. Yes. One more name before we get to the brass tacks here. If you look very carefully, you will see a very young Melanie Shatner. I only bring this up because guess who her daddy is? Is it the host of a new reality show about stars on Mars? I'm sorry. I feel horrible absolutely referring you to that. You should. Oh, I know I should. But you know what? It does have stripper number one from that one episode of Toy Sunny <laughs> Philadelphia. Or stripper number, I forget what stripper number Natasha Legara played, but. Also has Rowdy, 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 got me back. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. It also has Ronda Rousey beating Marshawn Lynch to a pulp. So there's that. Just what I always wanted to see. Ronda Rousey fight Marshawn Lynch. I'd watch it. (laughs) And you can watch it Mondays on Fox. There you go. Is Marshawn Lynch just showing up on Stars on Mars? Uh, because uh, otherwise he'd be fine. Oh, and also, Natasha Leggero is stripper number one. Oh, good. Yeah, so stripper Tiff- number three, three was Tiffany Haddish. Right. And stripper number two, uh, we don't know what she's doing now. We don't care about stripper number two. She's also- jealous of the other two strippers. <laughs> Although we should. All right, so... I guess we're going to have to finally play this movie. Okay, so it's going to be like the last couple of things we've done before. So we're going to play it. We're going to be silent. And then when there's a commercial break, we'll come back in. So, And this is from the DVD and or VHS cut. So obvious commercial breaks are obvious. Yes. And one more thing I want to add before we start the movie. This was one of two names this film could have had uh, when it was in production, in development. The other one was called Lights Out. I guess we'll find out whether Lights Out would have been a better name or Camp Cucamonga. All right, let's play. Thank you. 
Is that any way to make new counselors feel welcome? Roger Burr, trail bike instructor and counselor of Sycamore B. And this is Penny, the new water skiing instructor. Windsurfing. And my name is Patty. Of course it is. Silly me. You've got to be kidding. Time out. We got to pause here because Chica raised his hand. Fun fact. Patty was played by Carrie Cannell, or Carrie Whitman, as she's credited. She appeared on Married with Children as Muppy, the episode 976 Shoe. We've talked about that. That's a priceless episode where Al gets a 900 line trying to sell shoe advice. A year after she was crowned Playboy's Playmate of the Month, February 1988. Oh, neat. Oh, neat. No, no, we're not using the Toys R Us Kid. Oh, neat. Ah. Toys R Us Kid got older. (laughs) Now, did you notice that it said in the opening Chiron, special appearance by G. Gordon Liddy. Let me just say, special appearance, my ass. <laughs> well, that's one of three things I noticed. The other two, Danica McKellar needs a friend. Just saying. But also, Jaleel White, smooth as silk. Just look at him go after the uh, the girl there. You should see him later in the movie. Oh, I'm sure, but just initially, that was smooth. All right. Hi. Hi. Thank you for sticking up for me. No big deal. Um, my name is Max. Lindsay. It's a beautiful name. I hate it. Oh. Well, it was nice meeting you. Yeah. Stay dry. Yes, sir. This is going to be my year. You're both in your bunk, counselor. Welcome to camp. Millie, all those years cooped up as an accountant. This is what I was dreaming of. Look at those kids, huh? Aren't they great? Wish me luck, honey. Good luck, darling. Well, sweetheart, from now on, I think you should pay a little bit more attention to your attire. Why? What's the matter with what I have on? There's not enough of it. Boys will be boys, but not in my camp. Where the trees are always tall, the water's always wet, and the sun is always shining on smiling young faces. I'm your new camp director, Colonel Marv. Right off the bat, I want to assure you veteran campers that I will be continuing the same fun-filled tradition as Major Milton and Captain Steve. Now, beginning next weekend, we are going to have the 14th annual Camp Cucamonga Battle of the Bunks. Is this clown? He's my father. Now, 
The oh. team with the most points. He's very eloquent. Will be given. You ready? A free day in town. Oh. Chaperone, of course. But uh, I failed to mention that each camper will receive $25 for every member of the winning team going into town. Spend it on whatever you like. I know that this summer is going to be jam-packed with a lot of fun, wonderful memories. Ask Cucamonga is Apache for enthusiasm. What do you say we, we give out with the camp cheer? Okay, is everybody ready? One, two, three. Cucamonga, Cucamonga, we aim high. Cucamonga, Cucamonga, reach the sky. Cucamonga, Cucamonga, we aim high. Cucamonga, Cucamonga, reach the sky. She's got no manners. How'd you like to have no teeth? Listen, Scuzzface, you have been a pain in the butt. Amber, chill out. We're gonna be in this bunk together all summer. If you start out like this, you'll be bonkers by the 4th of July. Here, chamomile. It's good for stress. Chew it. looking couple. Your dad's a doll. Look, I don't care about making new friends and having a swell time at camp, so don't bother being nice to me, okay? And you don't have to stick up for me with a queen brat over there either. I can fight my own battles. Whatever you say. Lily, hurry up. This water's getting too cold. I'm coming, Marvin, I'm coming. Honey, if you had to chase Virgil all over camp, the least you could have done was get out of your wet clothes first. Well, he got me all riled up. Told me those termites were taken care of. Ow, honey. What? Well, it's too hot. Now, sweetheart, don't forget, we got to keep the camp in tip-top condition. They're facing that inspection by the camping society, and you never know when those inspectors might show up. Marvin. Honey. Brace yourself. Well, the inspector will be here tomorrow afternoon. Uh-huh. Honey, this is condition red. First question a parent asks is whether the camp is accredited or not. Oh, if we lose this seal of approval, we'll be out of business for sure. Oh. Sweetheart, don't you worry. Your man can handle this. I got it. The inspector will dine with us. That's it, honey. Tomorrow, go out and get three juicy steaks. He'll make that four, in case he's a chow hound. Don't you think that he might want to eat the same food that the campers eat? Sweetheart, we want to impress him. 
hired you. I come here for my severance pay. Severance? Yeah, I figured today's a Wednesday and I started on Tuesday, so you owe me for two weeks next Wednesday. But since Monday was a holiday... Yeah! <laughs> You're a great athlete, aren't you, Dennis? Troy, every black kid isn't Bo Jackson, but I do okay. Well, then this could be the year my team wins Battle of the Bucks. I'm the best athlete in camp. Frankie and Chuck are pretty good, but, uh, Max is a washout. Tell me about it. <laughs> Max, what are you doing? Come on, man, we have inspection tomorrow, and your cubby's a disgrace. Troy, if we wanted our mothers here, we would have packed them. <laughs> Hey, Chuck, can I borrow that telescope? Why? It's not dark yet. Setting my sights a little lower. What do you see? The girl's going to take showers. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, come on, let me see. Let me see. Hey. You're so lucky, Amber. Frank is even cuter than he was last year. Yeah, but so am I. <laughs> you can't take a shower. Why not? It'll wreck your whole look. <laughs> yeah, and all your slime will clog up the drain. <laughs> if you creeps throw me around, that's fine with me. Why don't you leave her alone? Jennifer, don't be so intense. Hey, try the lake. I heard the counselors go skinny dipping. Now, who would tell such a naked lie? Ah, well, well, well. Good evening, ladies. Mm. Ah, fellas, I'm afraid I'm going to have to teach you guys a lesson and confiscate this. Now, Colonel Marv asked me to read this to you. Lights out regulations. Camp Cucamonga is a co-ed camp. I think we've confirmed that tonight, huh? And proper behavior must be observed at all times. As I expect staff members to set an example, this rule also applies to instructors, counselors. <laughs> so much for that, fellas. Now, listen, go get washed up. And I will see you ladies in the morning, okay? See ya. Guess what he's going after. Yeah, well, he's got the right idea. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So let's say we take a closer look at the ladies. Ooh. Wait a minute, guys, guys, you can't do that. I mean, you heard Colonel Mars' regulations. Fine, Troy. You stay here and polish your trophies. But I'm with you, Frankie. <laughs> and me too. And me. Uh, this is kind of a delicate maneuver. Yeah, fully. You're the fully. camp klutz, Max. No offense. Let's go. Wait! Wait a minute! Don't you want to get it on tape? Okay, Max, yeah. come on.
Don't even ask. Okay, campers, wipe out. And remember, Cucamonga is Diane for no monkey business. Even big boys aren't supposed to be in girls' camp after lights out. Oh, well, I had to cheer up a homesick friend. We have regulations at this camp, Roger. Ava, your father has regulations. Now, as a healthy, all-American girl, you have to figure out ways around them. Now, it would be my pleasure to personally assist you in this task. Are you hearing her somewhere else? I'm trying to sleep. Lindsay, why aren't you in the bunks? Because my bunkmates are boneheads. The first day is always rough for new campers. Why don't you just give the other girls a few days? Look, I hate him now. I'll hate him in a few days. And if I come back for a camp reunion in 20 years, I'll hate him then, okay? I don't even want to be here, so just leave me alone. She's in your bunk, counselor. Welcome to camp. I can't. I can't, y'all. Now, you couldn't see it, but my face. During the shower scene, it was very good. Your face there was astonishment. Yeah. And, and what was and what was my face? I was singing along. Honestly, what 15-year-old girls in 1990 necessarily sing You Can't Hurry Love? Yeah, Just... probably, it'd probably still be on the radio at this time. The Bill Collins version. Okay, th that's a valid point. But my <laughs> thing is, girls in the shower, and then comes these dudes with the camera. With the crappiest looking, like, portable video monitor. They will put a brother in jail for that in 2023. But you know what? Anything in 1990 had to have at least one Bo Jackson mentioned. Okay, we all know how much Cleveland loves Tecmo Bowl, so let's start playing on the Raiders on Bo Jackson, and hopefully he'll show up. That's no fair. Bo Jackson's too fast. Guys, do we want Cleveland back or don't? Up oh, here we go. Bye-bye. <laughs> See, Peter, he's too fast. You gotta tackle me. It's B. You gotta press B. I'm pressing B. He's too fast. Going over here. Going over here now. Never get tired. Change your guy, Quagmire. Change your guy. I'm trying. Peter's cheating. You're cheating, Peter. I'm not cheating. I'm following the rules. I'm just really good. You're not really good. You just got Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson also played professional baseball. Shut up, Joe. Everybody knows that. Kansas City. Royals. Can't stop. Won't stop. Bo. Mike. Go. All. The. 
Nope, going back the other way. What? Are you going backwards? Just score! Nah, I'm gonna run out the quarter. I'm not playing now. My controller's down. Seems like your controller's been down the whole time. Who's Varus? You gotta switch off Varus. Get it to Ronnie Lott. Pretty much anyone but Varus. Oh no, I'm all the way back here now. I'm in my own end zone. What am I doing? Too bad I'm not Bo Jackson. Oh, wait, I am! Ridiculous. Oh yeah. There you go, Quagmire. You're about to tackle me. But then... Damn it! Less than a minute. Shut up, Joe! He's gonna do it. He might do this. I don't know. A lot of football still to be played here. I'm hitting reset. Don't you dare hit reset. You hit reset, you're banned for life. I hate this. Joe, do you want to play? Yeah, I like being this guy. A zig. A zag. A touchdown! Yeah! I won the game. And now I'm gonna jump. Objection! before the inspector gets here. You should never have fired Virgil. Oh, well, no, don't worry. I called the handyman in town and left word it was an emergency. Oh. Put those steaks in our cabin. I don't want the kitchen staff getting any ideas. Steaks? Steaks. to announce that tonight, in honor of a very special guest, we're going to have a Cookamonga Cookout! Uh, as you all know, Cookamonga is Navajo for camp spirit, so what do you say we show our guest a load of it by uh, practicing our camp anthem right now, huh? Okay, ready? One, two, three. I know
Sometimes I think I was born a hundred years too late. I would have made an awesome cowboy, sitting tall in the saddle, riding the trail, Dodge City to Albany. Did you hear that? Sir, sweetheart, I don't know what I've ever done to deserve a daughter like you. I don't know. It's one of those lucky breaks, I guess. Yeah. Oh, listen, when that handyman from town gets here, you can go back to your... Is that a motorboat? Just walk the rest of the way. Good idea. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Ava, honey, this, uh, Roger Burke character, he seems a little bit reckless and uh, irresponsible. What do you know about this guy? Is he any good at what he does? Well, the women around here seem to think so. Here's some hot cocoa. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. I better go check out the boats. Oh, I love you. How you doing, Mom? Oh, honey, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Marvin, this camp needs a handyman. And, honey, I could use a handyman myself. Excuse me. I'm handyman from Shadyville. I'm looking for Colonel Schechter. Pretty dolled up for a handyman, ain't you? Yeah, well, my nephew got married this morning. I came straight from the reception when I got the colonel's message. Got my toolkit in the trunk. Figured somebody here might have some old clothes I could borrow. Well, he ain't borrowing mine. I'm out of this dump. Well, can you tell me where I can find Colonel Schechter? Yeah, big cabin in the center of camp. If he's a colonel, I'm General Custer. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm sorry I haven't been able to pay much attention to you, but... Camp comes first. Oh, no. Oh. What is it? It's the inspector. Oh, but I'm a mess. 
Look, we just got to stall him. It's for Cucamonga. Colonel Schechter? Yes, sir. Hi. I'm Herbert Himmel. Mr. Himmel, we've been expecting you. Oh, I'm sorry about the robe. I've, uh, I've just been enjoying our lake. Oh, no problem. I bet you think I'm a little overdressed, don't you? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, well, uh, if I could bum up here overalls, I'm all set to give your camp a good going over. No, sir, I won't hear of it. I mean, you've been on the road a long time. I, I suggest you sit down, uh, relax, have a little snack, maybe. Well, you know I get paid by the hour. Doesn't bother me if it doesn't bother you. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, thanks, Colonel Shakespeare. Oh, not at all. Oh, no. Please, please. It's Colonel Marv. Oh, oh, this is my lovely bride, Millie. Millie, Mr. Himmel. Oh, Mr. Himmel, what a pleasure. Would you care for some cheese and crackers or some pate or some grapes? Uh, don't mind if I do. Oh, uh, please, Herbert. Day, Lindsay. I'm sure you'll get something tomorrow. Oh my gosh, my parents are so geeky. For their 15th anniversary, they're gonna relive their honeymoon, flying all the way back to Niagara Falls. My parents are that way too. Every year they renew their vows in church. What did we say? I wish I knew. I'd keep saying it. What did I do wrong? Why are you punishing me? This is not a punishment. Most kids would consider it a privilege. Are you kidding? Summer camp is for boneheads. <laughs> then I must be a bonehead because I went to summer camp when I was your age and I had a terrific time. Well, I bet your camp didn't make you wear chipmunks on your chest. Lindsay, I'm having enough trouble with your father. I don't need any grief from you. My mind is made up. I'm 14 years old. I have my own mind, and I don't want to go. I'm 40 years old. I'm your mother, and you're going. Period. <sighs> you're 41. the biddle, Colonel Mark. Now let's see what needs fixing around here. Herbert, what do you say we uh, take a little ride around the lake first? You sure? Oh, positive. You know, Cucamonga is hopey for hospitality. Well, don't bother me if it don't bother you. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> Billy, come on, honey. We're going to go for a boat ride. <laughs> How you can eat those steaks in good conscience. Well, we'll just have to force ourselves, Troy. You know, 
This might be just the meal to share with the opposite sex. What about me? What about you? Here, Mom. I know I just got here, but I can tell. These kids are all different from me. It's not my imagination, Mom. It's the truth. I want to come home. I realize things are difficult for you right now. I'm sorry I picked a bad time to be miserable, but that's just the way it is. Now, can you come and get me out of this place? Too busy? Sure, I understand. I gotta get off now, Mom. I can't eat well. The food stinks. Yeah, I love you, too. Uh, Lindsay? If something's wrong and you want to talk about it... Nothing's wrong and I don't want to talk about it. And what were you doing following me? Oh, well, we happened to come across some steaks. And I thought you might want to share one with me tonight. If you're not too upset. I'm not upset, Max. You really have steaks? Good ones? No, great ones. Maybe I will come along. Terrific. <laughs> Are you comfortable? Never felt better. This is delightful. Well, Herbert, this sure beats working for a living, doesn't it? That it does. That it does. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to skip out on those puny hot dogs at the cookout and join us for a steak dinner in the woods? Ooh, how romantic. What do you say, Jennifer? I don't know. I, I have to think about it a little. Jennifer, please. This is the 90s. You like him. He likes you. Why don't we all go out and have a good time while we're still young? Okay, count me in. All right, we'll pick you guys up at five. <laughs> Matt! Hey, guys, I got a date for tonight. When do we leave? Uh, Max. There's four steaks. Me, Dennis, Amber, and Jennifer. That's four people. Six is a crowd. <laughs> but I already asked. That's your problem, pal. I mean, you invited her to a party that you aren't invited to. Hey, guys! I'm a phobia with a date! You're supposed to help! Great. So this is where we are right now. 
Sherman Hemsley arrives. He is not the inspector. But everybody thinks he's the inspector. So he gets cigars and steak. Steak that has been stolen by the boys to impress the girls. Is this really what you do to impress girls in 1990 is get steaks? Have you ever had camp food? Well, I never went to summer camp, so I wouldn't know. Herbert, you look like one of the family. Colonel Mark, I mean, with the snacks and the boat rides and the back wells, I'm starting to feel kind of guilty. Oh, I saw some of them bunks have holes in the screen. Why don't I get down to work? What? And miss one of these nice, juicy, thick, marinated steaks of mine? Honey. Now, yes, sweetheart. Could I speak to you for just a moment? Oh, certainly, Pumpkin. Excuse me, Herbert. Honey, don't let this guy's grammar fool you. He's as sharp as a tack. We've waylaid him all day, and he still found things wrong. Well, something else is wrong now. The stakes are missing. I don't believe it. What? The handyman. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's finally showed up. Oh, excuse me, Herbert. Only be a moment. It's about time. Are you Marvin Schechter? I am Marvin Schechter. How is Sloan? Well, I know I'm a bit late. Got a flat tire on the road up here. Car went in a ditch. It's been a rough two hours. I don't have time to listen to your life story, pal. Look, there's a map of the camp and a list of everything that needs checking out or repairing. Really? Well, that's helpful. Look. I was hoping to borrow some clean clothes while I'm here. Oh, clean clothes. You gonna do a little modeling for us? You came here to work. Now do it. Beat it. Now. <laughs> Sorry, this is a little nuisance. Tonight's gonna be a night to remember. Oh, yeah. When we get those babes in the forest, it's gonna be nasty. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys no hard feelings and uh, good luck tonight. Well, all right, Max. Hey. hey, buddy, that's cool. You understand, right? I mean, it's a double date, not a convention. Oh, no problem. Uh, by the way, uh, what steak recipe are you going to use? Well, you're not just going to drop them on the grill and watch them cook, are you? Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a general idea here. No. You want to show these babes you got class. Now, uh, where are you going to eat? In the woods. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, you got a romantic spot picked out, or are you just gonna waste the entire evening poking around the woods? Let me take a wild stab here, Max. You got a steak recipe and a romantic spot in the woods all picked out, right? Bingo. All right, listen, Max. If you stay out of our way and don't cramp our style too much, you can come. But if you're lying to us, hey. Just wait till you taste steak a la Max in the perfect setting. Now, uh, give me some room. I gotta get dude it up. Good luck, Max. You've got a tough job ahead of you. <laughs> hey.
happy I am to hear you say that. Marvin molded those patties himself. <laughs> <laughs> Your pop's a heck of a guy. A lot of my jobs won't even give me a glass of water. Oh, Dad's a real sweetheart. What are you doing here? Whenever I visit a camp, I like to have supper with the campers. Is that right? How far along did you get in that list I gave you? About halfway, and I found it very interesting. Well, get back to it. You'll find the second half fascinating. But I'm hungry. You'll eat when you finish working. I'll get back to it. Excuse me. Can I talk to you? Sure. Excuse me. <laughs> Your daughter's boyfriend, Colonel Mom? Or my dead body? Oh, Marvin, don't be morbid. <laughs> I see you got stuck with your folks for the cookout. I thought maybe a little later you'd like to get away, take a midnight stroll, maybe a canoe ride by the lake. Wow, sounds like a wonderful idea. Yeah. Shame you can't do it. You're on duty tonight. Hmm? Thanks, Water Fiddles. Well, if I'm going to make it back home tonight, I better be going. Oh, not yet. Uh, we were hoping you'd spend the night with us. Uh, inspect the camp in the morning. Well, we could toast marshmallows, uh, sing songs, tell ghost stories. Yeah, I know a good ghost story my old man used to tell me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure the campers would love to hear it. Really? Yes! <laughs> Here. For what? Uh, someone else is gonna come help us out with the picnic. I thought it was just the four of us. Hey, it's just someone helping us out with the cooking. <laughs> it's not some dork like Max Plotkin, is it? <laughs> What's she doing here? She's helping the chef. You didn't tell me your friends were bringing girls from my bunk. Well, I thought it'd be a nice surprise. You expect me to have a romantic dinner with Freddy's nightmare around? You guys, I got the grill. Good work, Max. Right. Lead the way. Why'd you wear high heels? I wanted to look nice for you. Yo, Max! How much further? Oh, it's just up here. Again? No way. You gotta keep the smoke in to bring out the flavor. They were starting to turn black. Oh, it's New York charbroil. Black on the outside, but pink in the center. Max, the girls get kind of hungry. How's the steaks doing? They're ready. They need a few more seconds.
Perfect! New Orleans black and steak Cajun style. Steak a la Max? It all started that terrible summer night. Two little boys whose names were Billy and Bobby went down to old Spooky Swamp. Uh, we don't get back soon. The cookout will be history. How much farther? Yeah, how about it, Max? Under control? Come on, Max, where the heck are we? It's very simple, frankly. We made a left of the split oak, a right of the woodpecker's nest, and we doubled back to the left on the second path. Camps right through here. You damn it, you let us right back where we started. We're lost, aren't we? No kidding. Well, when you're lost in the woods and it's gonna get dark, the best thing to do is stay put till morning. What makes you Daniel Boone? My father used to take me camping. Now let's gather some wood. We're gonna need a fire to keep warm. Come on. What? Hey. Let them go gather wood. How about you and I getting cozy? Come on! And then, Forest Ranger said, this is Spooky Swamp. You know what happens every year here on this very same night? And Billy and Bobby said, no, we don't. And then, Forest Ranger looked at him with terror in his eyes. Forgot what he said. It's been over 40 years since I heard this story. <laughs> I know it was something real messy, though. Mm. Amber, what's wrong with you? These bugs are driving me crazy. They're attracted to all that moose in your hair. You gotta wash it out in the stream. I don't need any fashion tips from you. Amber, just do it. Hey, guys, it's enough. Hey, guys, there's fish in here. Those are trout. How do we catch them? I'll get the barbecue tongs. Those are too slippery, Mac. The best way is a net. Well, while you figure it out, I'm gonna go dry my hair. Are you out of your mind? Frankie, tell your friends to stop looking at me like that. What? Amber, you said you were starving. Well, there was one. This is so humiliating. Just think how good that trout's gonna taste. Because Lindsay's on the case. Here comes some fish. Lower it a little, Frankie. Screamed in terror. And then the 
ghost of Spooky Swamp put his head under his arm. Or was it back on his neck? <laughs> Come to think of it, maybe just tossed it around for a little while. Anyway, he said, Bobby and Billy, you know what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to... Cut you in two with a chainsaw. No, I'm gonna hack you in two with a hatchet. And then, then. Uh, so cold. Hang in there, Lindsay. Your clothes will be dry soon. Man, I'm starving. Never, never have I been this hungry. <gasps> oh, uh. That was not my stomach. I'm scared. Maybe it was a bear. Amber, I know after hearing Mr. Himmel's terrifying tale, you're all happy to be safe and sound in your beds. So, lights out. Please, you're our guest. Now sleep well. Remember, Cucamonga is Comanche for pleasant dreams. You folks sure know how to treat a fella. Good night. Oh, good night. And listen, sleep tight. Don't let those bed bugs bite. <laughs> good night. Marvin, this couch has lumps. Aren't we overdoing it? Not if we get accredited. What now? It's too dark to do any more work tonight. I'll have to finish in the morning. Then be back at sunup. Colonel Schechter, whenever my job's taken two days in the past, the person in charge has always been pleased to put me up. Well, if that's what you prefer, let me see if I can help you find a suitable accommodation. so long to find out they were missing. Isn't the council on duty supposed to do a bed check? Well, there's your answer. Hey there. We were just taking the scenic route back to the bunks. Well, while you were out on your stroll, six kids disappeared into the woods. And as the council on duty, Roger, they are your responsibility. Roger, you didn't tell me you were on duty tonight. I forgot. Let's go, Eva. Roger, I'm sorry. It, it's not your fault, Cindy. It's mine. It's Wendy. Hey, wait up. Look, I want to help. Please. All right, come on. Wait a minute. Let's split up. I'll take the path over the hill, Ava. You take the path to the left. Burke, you go right. We'll meet with a path conversion. Let's pray that one of us finds those kids. And this is the second day of camp.
we've already ruined four steaks that looked delicious, by the way. We've already confused the handyman for a inspector and an inspector for a handyman. I gotta say, that must be the longest ass freaking ghost story that Sherman is telling everybody. Made longer by the fact that he doesn't remember half of it. No. Let's resume. Hey, no luck either? No, not a trace of him. We're just going to keep looking then. Where's your dad? I don't know. He was supposed to be here. in time or maybe I'm a little bit too late hello anybody here hey Roger we need to rest a look, minute we can't rest those kids look I know how awful you feel about what happened but we've been pushing for hours you've got to sit a minute okay understanding how I feel. <sighs> I must be slipping. Here we are, the two of us, alone in the woods, and all I want to do is find six kids to join us. I mean, there's more to camp than just piling up playmates. adventure. We'll get some rest, okay? Good night. Thanks, Colonel Mark. Yeah, okay. Thanks for coming after us. Sleep tight, you little pumpkins. Colonel Mark, thanks for not getting mad at us for being out here. Well, I'm just glad you're all okay. I'm also glad I know the reason you took off those clothes. Now go to sleep. 
And don't get any naughty ideas. Because I'm going to be sitting right here, and I intend to stay wide awake until it's time to move out. worse without you there to help us, Lindsay. Come on, Jennifer. I didn't do that much. Please, you make Smokey the Bear look like an amateur. Smokey the Bear wouldn't have made me take off my pantyhose. What is going on here? It's none of your concern. Get back to work. This is my work. As Chief Inspector of the Camping Society of America, concerned for the physical and moral well-being of the campers, is our first requirement for a seal. Oh, no. My feelings exactly. Look, don't get the wrong idea. We were, we were on a field trip, uh, a, a night in the forest. Another field trip, I suppose? Dad! We found them! Found them? Yeah. You mean those children have been lost in the woods all night? Well, only temporarily. Way to go, Chief! Listen, don't get the wrong idea about me and your daughter. We were strictly business out there. Colonel Schechter, I have heard enough. The shocking irresponsibility, the blatant neglect of duty practiced by you and your counseling staff make my decision painfully clear. Camp Cucamonga's seal of accreditation is hereby revoked! The bad news, now Camp Cucamonga is about to close. Damn you, Chief Cornelity! Damn you! When in doubt, blame G. Gordon Liddy. How are we going to solve all this? I don't know. Dirty, stinking, low-down scum of the earth. You mean Colonel Schechter? Who else? House Sloan. Herbert Himmel. Herbert, let me tell you something. The Colonel's lucky I didn't leave him laying in a heap. Howard, I was going to kick his teeth in and pull his insides out. But there's kids here, and I don't want to set no bad example. I admire your restraint. Herbert, why don't we continue this conversation over breakfast? My treat. Your treat? Yeah. Well, why not? Oh, 
Oh, just watch the campers. Yeah, at least they can say I gave them one good summer, huh? Marvin, don't talk like that. Oh, come on, Millie. Face up to it. I had my shot and I blew it. Without that seal of accreditation, we're not going to get any kids to come back to Cucamonga. And it's goodbye, Colonel Marv. Hello, Marvin Schechter, CPA. This is your dream, Dad. Don't give up. Always told me the Schechters never quit. <laughs> I'm not quitting, honey. Just can't figure out any more ways to fight back. No big deal. My parents are the type who won't write for a week and then they'll knock off three letters in a day. I hope so, honey. Why don't you try telling it to Patty or Penny or Muffy or Buffy? Because they don't care about my surefire plan to win back that seal. Look, I got you into this mess. The least you can do is give me a chance to help you get out of it. It's all a matter of public relations in which I happen to have majored. Now, with the right campaign, you can change anybody's mind about anything. Nothing is going to change Sloane's mind. Sloane doesn't have a mind, just a mustache. We're going over his head. Thornton Bradley. Who's Thornton Bradley? He's the big kahuna. His holiness, the regional director of the Camping Society of America. Now, let's get some pens. Let's get some paper. Let's get our bunks together. All right, let's see what we got here. Dear Mr. Bradley, camp is cool, but I wish more girls would wear string bikinis. Dennis Brooks? Just a suggestion. Dear Mr. Bradley, don't close our camp. I need this vacation from my parents, Amber Lewis. Mr. Bradley, you gotta help us. They only serve three meals a day here. Chuck Zamboni. It's true. <laughs> if you shut down Cucamonga, can I have the totem pole? Max Plotkin. <laughs> Whose side are you guys on? Hey, letters from camp are always bogus, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to get something happening here? Let's do a rap video. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Let's rap. Yo, my name is Jennifer. I'm not here to say Yo, my name is Max, and I go to Cucamonga. Hello, Hawaii, thought you wished that you were younger. Think to be like me and go to Cucamonga. Get down, get funky, get to camp. And I can dance. Yeah, that's what... All right, you start, you're right. Just... Uh -huh. Back. 
But I can't do it. Lindsay, why don't you help Amber with this move? Okay, sure. It won't do any good. I just, I can't do it. Well, why don't we just have Lindsay do it with me? Yeah, Amber, uh, you can help the guys with the rap, okay? But I want to... No big deal, Amber. Okay. Hey, bud. Enough to make you want to barf again, huh, dude? No kidding. There you go. Lunchtime, campers! Lunchtime! Bye. Remember, Cucamonga is Mohawk for nutrition. Hey, you are disturbing our concentration. Roger, people need to eat here. Okay, everybody, that's 30 for lunch. I'll walk with you. You know, they're not taking full advantage of my talent in this video. I mean, I, I should be out front, laying it down. I'm the original rap master. Max, you don't have to be a cowboy or a chef or a rap master. Just be yourself. Hey, check it out. It's Snutkin Plutkin. You know, Lindsay, you're the only one who appreciates me around here. Just once, I'd like to show everyone else. Just once, I'd like to hear someone say, and the winner is Max Plotkin. And everybody cheer. That's what I'd like. Maybe it'll happen someday, Max. Yeah. Lindsay? Would, would you be my date for the victory dance after the Battle of the Bunks? Your date? I'm really not into the whole pick me but someone with a corsage thing, Max. In other words, no. Okay, Max, I'll go with you. You will? All right. Uh, here, you don't want to miss lunch. I'll Give take me those. Them. Writing a cell? These letters are addressed to you. Max, forget I ever saw these letters. Understand? Leave me alone. Okay. I'm looking forward to the dance. All right. Oh, go ahead.
Everybody's having fun and you're in pocket. We're popping, never stopping till the end of the day. Here at Camp with the Monkey, it's the only way. The girls go deep into their beauty split. Then it's lights out to our beds we creep. When the morning comes, his engine's pumping. That girl's so fine, his heart is thumping. Now I'll mention my contention to be happening. Is my intention. If you're looking for what's cooking, take a little trip. Camp to the Monkey is the place that's it. Can I just say, the phrase, I'm here to say, <laughs> is the comic sans of hip-hop. This is the most 1990 rap to ever 1990. And who's on the mic? DJ Urkel. <laughs> The rapping is so awful. Well, also, just the idea of rapping. Was that the only solution that people had in 1990? Hey, let's do a rap. Yeah, that's real original. Well, that's what Barry Enright thought about the 1980. All the kids are going to love to see the dragon rap. And no, no, they didn't. I guarantee you, all the kids at the camp, they probably would have hated the dragon rapping. They probably would have said, ah, we're not going to do this rap after hearing the dragon rap. Let's <laughs> just go back. Yeah, let's just continue. Let's, let's, let's just play, Greg. All right. The money is the place that is the most unusual piece of mail I have ever received. Dad, I want to go to that camp. I better go there first, Louise. Oh, thank you so much. Sweetheart. That was Thornton Bradley. He saw the video. He's going to give us a new inspection. Really? Campers, <laughs> oh. <laughs> your attention, please. I'm thrilled to announce that we're going to have a most special guest for the final day of the Battle of the Bunks. Mr. Thornton Bradley of the Camping Society of America. Cucamonga is getting a second chance! I don't like to see that. video idea really worked. What do you say we become the new Paul Abdul and Michael Jackson? Huh? <laughs> Max, you're tight with Lindsay, right? Well, sure. She's my main squeeze. She's a lucky girl. I've always found you fascinating myself. You have? Yeah. So I'd like to get to know you. So why don't you tell me all about yourself and all about Lindsay? Campers of Cucamonga. The time has drawn nigh. The day of reckoning is here. Marvin, I've asked you not to wash out your underwear in the sink. <laughs> the battle of the bunks has begun. Report to your cabins where your counselors will reveal the names of your brother and sister bunks. Good 
luck to you all. And remember, Kukamanga is Paiute for teamwork. Teammates! To the A, C-Y-B, to the A, C-Y-B, to the A. And they're up. The first defense of the Battle of the Bunch is underway. Courtney Parker takes an early lead. yet. We gotta hold on to our lead, right? Right! Okay. Are we done with the riding events? Uh, we still have the girls' barrel race left. But only one entry per team. Jennifer! Uh, it should be her. She's faster. No, I'm not. We're both timed in 14 seconds. Would you swing too wide? Ride straight from barrel to barrel, and you'll cut your time by a second. I'll help you. So you ride, too? Is there anything you can't do? Fun geometry. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, tomorrow's a big day. Thornton Bradley himself is going to be here. Yeah, and we don't have a thing to worry about because the camp couldn't be in better shape. Roger, I know I kid you about your playmates. I've noticed. But since I've gotten to know you a bit better, I've realized you're actually a pretty nice guy. <gasps> well, that's very sweet of you. But... You're not my type. That's my girl. Shh! We are eavesdropping! See... I need a one-woman man. Yes! Roger. I hope you understand. Oh, come on. Oh, is this my daughter I spy? Hey, sweetheart, how would you like to take a walk around a camp with your mom and your old man? Okay, Dad. See you later. Roger. Carry on. <laughs> I know that laugh anywhere. Dennis, come on out here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jennifer, go back to your bunk now. Lipstick? Oh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. You are guilty of the worst crime a camper can commit. You're doing better than your counseling, Dennis. It's not fun. It's bedtime, campers. And remember, all you battle bunks, Kukamonga is Shoshone.
play the game, it's whether you win or lose. <laughs> I mean... After I viewed that tape, Colonel Schechter, I had a chat with Howard Sloan, and uh, he mentioned the reception you gave him. No favors, no food, a flimsy hammock. Mr. Bradley, allow me to... I was uh, favorably impressed. You were? Uh, you wouldn't believe the lengths that some camp directors go to just to curry an inspector's favor. Well, steak dinners, boat rides. Some of them will even offer an inspector their own bed to sleep in. Oh, incredible, sir. Would you care to watch the writing events? It'd be a pleasure, Colonel. If you win this barrel race, Lindsay, it's all over. We wouldn't even have to show up for the last three events. Okay, team, take your letters and get ready for the writing events. Courtney. Amber. Amber. Tita. Jennifer. Lindsay, you're on a roll. Letters three days in a row. See all the crowd. Guess your folks finally got the hang of it. Don't kid yourself. I've been looking at a letter. Come on. Get back here. but things have come to a head. The time your father and I have spent apart has only convinced us that any lasting reconciliation is impossible. And so, my darling, we have decided to file for divorce. Sorry. Lindsay, it's gonna be all right. Forget I'm... it, let's just go to the crowd. I just wanted to say good luck today. Max, did you tell Amber about my letters? Well, I talked to her a lot about you. They might have come up. Get out of here, Max. Uh, next up, representing Tulip Bay, Sycamore B, Lindsay Scott. I'm sorry I blabbed to Amber. Lindsay? Camp! 
find her. Well, let's go. Wait a minute. We've got a softball game to play. Now, look, we came up short in the riding events. If we lose this game, we could lose the battle at the bunks. Well, I'm coming with you. I am, too. Come out of here. Wait a minute, Amber. If it wasn't for you, Lindsay would still be here. I know. That's why I want to come. Well, let's go, then. we got to get to town the fastest way we can. Guys, wait a minute. What about the softball game? Guess you just have to cover for us, bud. Can I quote a great American here? Sure. Bears. Of course, I'm referring to Amber at this point, where she just decides to read the divorce letter in front of everyone and go off with the Bears. Yeah. All right, so I think we got, like, what, 18 minutes left? Just so, about. Just All about. All we have to do now is find Lindsay, get her back to camp, get her back in time to win a baseball game, go to a dance, and then lights out? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Come on! Come on! Let's go! Come on! So six kids are missing? That's right. You know what they do to deserters in the army. Troy, shut up. Excuse me? I'm Helen Scott, Lindsay Scott's mother. Can you tell me where I could find her? I guess it's not customary for a parent to drive up unannounced, but I really do need to talk to her. Mrs. Scott, I think Lindsay needs to talk with you, too. Let's go find her. Is something wrong? Hold down the fort. What's going on? I don't believe it. Our own coach going AWOL. Oh, shut up, Troy. Six kids gone. What am I gonna tell? This should be some ball game, Colonel Marv. Yes, it should. It really should. <laughs> Where's the rest of this team, Colonel Marv? The ranks have been decimated by a pink eye epidemic.
Fraud? Why? Because you didn't want to tell us about your parents? I felt the same way when mine got divorced. And forget about the race. I care a lot more about getting you back than winning the bat at the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get to Bakersfield by 6 o'clock. Are you on the bus or off it? She's off it. Aren't you? I was driving up in the letter I wrote to you. Oh. I guess I never finished reading it. Lindsay, I've thought a lot about your phone call. And if you want to come home, it's okay with me. I can drive you back today. Mom, I really appreciate you coming up here. But I think for the rest of the summer, I want to stay at camp with my friends. Okay? Okay. Yeah! 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 <clears throat> We've got a game to play. Oh, that's recovery from pink eye, wouldn't you say, uh, Colonel? I'll explain later, sir. Yeah.
tell me you're a Sagittarius? Yeah. Kitty just told me your horoscope for today. It says you will perform heroically in competition. You've got it made, Max. So just relax, keep your eye on the ball, and take a good cut.
did have one wild summer. like you doing behind a punch bowl. Yeah, come on and dance with me. Sorry, ladies. I, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm a one-woman man. Those children were really in Shadyville, uh, chasing after a bunkmate. That's right. Well, I must tell you again, I'm very favorably impressed. They risk losing the competition to help a friend in need. Colonel, you are building character here. We try, sir. If you excuse me, I have an announcement to make this trip. this year's most valuable bunkmate award. Thank you, Billy. It gives me great pleasure to present it to the team member most responsible for Tulip Bay Sycamore Bee's dramatic victory. And the winner is... Uh, Max Plitkin. Plitkin. Society of America, I hereby award Camp Cucamonga our official seal of accreditation.
That's it, everybody. Lights out. Now I'll mention my contention to be happening. Is my intention. If you're looking for what's cooking, take a little trip. Camp Cucamonga is the place that's it. I have to bring this up because during the course of the movie, Captain Marv has said that Cucamonga is Apache for enthusiasm, Cheyenne for no monkey business, Navajo for camp spirit, Hopi for hospitality, Comanche for pleasant dreams, Mohawk for nutrition, Paiute for teamwork, Shoshone for sandy place. <laughs> sandy place. But I like what you put in the chat, Chico, for the home run. All hail the lanky boy home run. Wow. Well, also, let's remember what I put up here. So epic predictable. <laughs> okay, but I guess- seriously, did anybody not see that coming from 20 miles away? Oh, we're down 11-2, and it's the bottom of the 7th or 8th or ninth or whatever. Oh, no, we're going to lose. Yeah. That's not happening. You knew they were going to come back. So predictable. But I will say that home run, not as impressive as a Daniel Vogelbach fat guy home run. Is Daniel Vogelbach going to be our uh, 2024 version of Joey Gallo? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) How is Joey Gallo doing anyway? I was just going to say, that's a great segue. But a Zulu, Joey Gallo, he can't hit over 200, but he can sure smack a ball over the fence. It's the Joey Gallo update. All right, guys. So last week, Joey Gallo, he was injured, but Joey Gallo returned. He's gone actually three for 10 since he's returned. A double, two singles. That's in four games. So that's since Tuesday. He has brought his batting average up to a robust 196. However, it's been four weeks since he hit a home run. Oh. So, yeah, he might be able to smack a ball over the fence, but he hasn't done it since the 20th of May. Oh, this is a tragedy. We have to see Joey hit another home run soon. So there you go. A nicely integrated Joey Gallo update to sort of uh, cap off this episode. Yeah. But let's get back into it. Camp Cucamonga. There was a lot of people in this movie. And you know what it gave us? A very... What the F thing on TV, especially that rap. I gotta say, what do you think is better? That rap 
or the DK rap? Oh, not even a question. The DK rap. Well, that is true. I'd rather hear Al Pacino singing about his Dunkachino. Oh, yeah. What's my name? Dunkachino. It's a whole new game. Dunkachino. But no, seriously, this was not as good as Poison Ivy. Poison no. Ivy, I think, is a thing of legend. This, mm-mm. no, no, not feeling it. I just wasn't. No. Okay, but hold on, guys. I had Chat GPT. Okay, me. that's all you had to say. I had Chat GPT with uh, Cap Cucamonga. I no, no, it. no. It's oh. not. Oh, okay. Oh, what is? This? I had it write me the most 1990 rap ever while saying in the first verse, and I'm here to say, oh, while also talking about family matters and full house. Oh God. Okay, here's this rap. Verse one. I'm here to say in the hip hop way, it's the 90s fab, so let's sway from full house to family matters. We're keeping it tight. Kicking rhymes so fly, gonna rock this mic. Back in the day, yo, we had the style. Fresh beats dropping, make the crowd go wild. Rocking the Adidas, the bag clothes, 1990 rap. Everybody knows, chorus. It's a 90s baby, we're in full swing. Gonna rock this rap with the rhyme sick. From the boombox to the streets, we're throwing down. Keeping it real all around town. Verse 2. Here you go, y'all, it's time to flow. Turn up the bass, let the speakers blow. Pump up the volume, make it loud and clear. 1990 rap, we're bringing the cheer. From the Tander House to the Winslow's home, we got the love for the shows that we know. Full house with that is iconic and true, representing the sitcoms through and through. Repeat chorus, verse three. Yo, it's the golden era, the age of jams, dropping rhymes like bombs with the ill program. From Uncle Jesse's Rock to Steve Urkel's Sway, we got love for the characters that never lag. Turntableism skills, scratching the wax, DJs mixing tracks, keeping the crowd on max. With the boom bat beats and the funky samples, we created a sound that was truly ample. Repeat chorus, bridge. So come on, everybody, let's break it down to the 1990 rap, the hottest sound. With the funky bass lines and the sick word play, we're taking it back in a hip-hop relay. Verse 4, as we wrap it up, gotta give thanks to the sitcoms that filled our ranks. Full House of Family Matters forever in our hearts. The shows that entertain played their parts. So keep the vibes alive, spread the love for the streets and the clubs rising above. We're the 90s rap crew, we're here to say, in the hip-hop world, wrecking every day. Repeat chorus. Outro. So as we fade out, remember the days when 1990 rap set ablaze. The music, the culture, the vibes are flat. Keep the spirit alive, reaching for the sky. From Full House to Family Matters, we pay our dues. The 90s legacy forever we'll choose. You know, for all the good that chat GPT and AI can do in this world, we're utilizing it to create stereotypical 1990 rap music involving family matters and full house. I don't know if I should be like really disappointed in our world or really proud of our world. Oh, you should be very proud of our world because friend of the podcast, Johnny C, actually recorded a podcast recently on this podcast lead, the new TNN. I don't know how long Johnny's going to get away with that. I hope the Paramount Global Lawyers don't come to his house. But he did an entire episode of ChatGPT writing Hulk Hogan promos on the most mundane stuff. 
just remains for us to plug our podcast feed. It was a thing on TV.com. All of our mini-sodes are there, all of our regular episodes, live watches, instant reactions, and links to our socials at It Was A Thing On TV, except for Facebook, of course, which is that It Was A Thing On TV podcast. Will you hear more of Greg rhyming? I don't know. But, my God, we hope not. Love you. Anyway. Jack Nicholson. No, 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 no. But don't forget, we are also on all major podcast outlets. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only because positive vibes only. And if you are listening on YouTube, don't forget to smash that notification bell if you want to hear what we have coming up next week because we are on the summer schedule and we're only doing one episode a week. But we're going to give each one episode our all as yeah. evidenced by this one. Yeah, because once again, we're going to capitalize on a movie that's coming out in theaters. And guess what, guys? We got the fifth and final Indiana Jones movie coming out in theaters next week. And we're capitalizing about it with Tales of a Gold Monkey. Is it even gold? I don't know. Are we even really capitalizing on it? We're not profiting. Oh, that is true. We're making no money on this podcast, so we're not taking any money from Lucasfilm for this. Yeah, Paramount, if your lawyers are listening, we're good. Disney, if you're listening, we're good. We're good. But all of that is coming up as we venture headlong into the summertime right here on It Was a Thing on TV. For Greg, for Mike, I am Chico. Thank you ever so much for listening. Please be kind to one another, and we will see you this time next week for the next one. Row! Now do the Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. Do the Roger Rabbit, baby. Yeah. Hey guys, you wanna see me do the Roger Rabbit? No. I actually do. I do. I, I really do. Go Johnny. Go Johnny. Oh Go, yeah. Johnny. Go, I'm Johnny. kicking it. I'm kicking it, baby. Go Johnny. It's your birthday. Yeah, it's oh. my birthday, your birthday. The Bacardi like it's your birthday. Yeah. You don't give up because it's your birthday. You can find me in the club, guys. Are you the one that's dressed like Boy George?